it almost seems scandalous to think that Jesus experienced temptation. We think of temptation as something that is shameful. We think of it as something that happens only to us, to those that are around us. We think of temptation as something that will distance us from God. In the gospel, always on the first Sunday of Lent, we meet Jesus who was tempted in the desert. And there he is subjected to the confusing and manipulative tactics of the devil. devil. Jesus was like us in every way, but in sin. But we must always remember that sin and temptation are never the same thing. Jesus was tempted. He was completely human. And these temptations that he experienced were trying to take him from what his true mission and purpose was in life. And his true mission and purpose was certainly not evil, was not, was not easy. His mission, of course, was to die upon the cross for us, to give himself completely and totally to us. We know that Jesus was not going to be deterred from this. We know that he did not sin. He would not fail what the devil was trying to wrestle from him. So the question is, how can we avoid sin when we experience temptation, when the devil is trying to wrestle from us what our purpose in life is? Living our faith is never a cakewalk. Once we take up the faith, our spiritual life, we are going to experience combat. This morning, our candidates and catechumens are standing before you in a few moments here, and their sponsors will testify to you how they have lived their faith, but I can tell you before they even speak to you that it's not been easy for them. Theirs has been a long road. It's been a long road. It's not been easy. Truthfully, I think many people stray from their faith because they opt for the easy way. They opt for comfort and pleasures today. As Matthew Kelly told us this week in Resisting Happiness, many of you are reading that book and uh, have downloaded bestlentever.com on your phones and tablets. We still have a few of those books available out, out, out in the front. He told us this week that we find many ways to try to fill the hole that we have in our lives for God with many things like money, pleasure, prestige. But in the end, only God can fill this hole that we have. We are all made in the image and likeness of God, every one of us. So God wants us all to be more and more like him. And when this happens, it brings us great joy and happiness in our lives. But for that to happen, for us to experience that joy and happiness of God in our lives, what we have to do is we have to die to sin. We have to die to selfishness. 
And for that to happen, we need God's grace. We will be tempted, but this does not scandalize God. God wants to over, us to overcome our temptations. It's not God who tempts us. God will bring us through our temptations. We need God. After Jesus rejected the devil's temptations today, the third time we heard, then the devil left him, and suddenly angels came and waited upon him. What good news that is, that God has the last word. The devil is not going to win. We always have to remember that, and that God is with us. So encouraged by this gospel reading today, I'd like to suggest to you three practical ways that we can overcome temptation in our lives through this Lenten season. The first thing that we need to do is one of the very precepts of Lent, and that is to pray. Pray for God's grace to help you through whatever it is that you are experiencing temptation with. Always when we pray, remember God is with you. You are experiencing the presence of God in prayer. God loves you. God is not scandalized or discouraged when you are tempted. So praying will open you up to receiving God's help. It will bring you closer to God. You will experience his merciful presence in that moment. Second thing to do is to take some very practical steps and to have in mind some practical steps when you are experiencing temptation. Temptations reoccur. So find some concrete ways to overcome and avoid your temptations. Eating a banana split, okay, is not going to be a temptation if you're no longer staring it in the face. Take it away. The ice cream from the freezer, the chocolate from the fridge. One of the overwhelming temptations that so many are dealing with today is one of our most sacred gifts, one of the most beautiful gifts that God has given to us. That sadly, our world today is degrading and not making us so beautiful, and that's our human sexuality, but it's the most beautiful gift God has given to us. Because our world today has degraded it into something called pornography. Young, old, middle-aged, doesn't know no age, struggling with this. It's causing grave harm to marriages, to families, creates real barriers in loving relationships. So if pornography is a part of your life, Lent is a good time to realistically face this temptation, step away from it. Practically, be aware of the cues, the roadsides, the road that you're on, that you're taking before you get there. Take steps to turn back, to remove those cues. This is a season of grace. God will give you the grace to step away from this if you desire it, especially in the sacrament of reconciliation. As I said, God is with you. God is with you. Third, see yourself 
from God's perspective, the way God sees you. Too often we don't see ourselves the way God sees us. Know that you are a child of God. It's right out of the scriptures. First letter of John, beloved, you are God's children. We are God's children. God wants you to be holy. He wills this for you. That's what God wants for us more than anything else. You know, just the way you want your children to be happy. That's what God wants for us, to be holy. See that your holiness is far more valuable than whatever appears in your temptation. The value of gold increases when it's tested by fire. It does not diminish. Overcoming our temptations makes us stronger, not weaker. Temptation only becomes a sin when we use our will and say yes to it. The fact that a thought enters our mind is not a sin. Being attracted to something evil is not a sin. But saying yes to this evil is a sin. So even when we sin, though, we are still not without hope because we have a Savior who's been tempted himself, as we, heard, as we hear in Hebrews. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but we have one who in every respect has been tested as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in our time of need. So trust now that Jesus will strengthen our resolve to be holy, that we might experience his mercy in this season of grace. When we are most in need, we can approach this throne of grace with boldness, knowing that he is here to help us in our battles. Why? Because he has already won the war.